Okay, welcome everybody then to the first of what I hope will be many of this weekly vlog type thing without the video I guess so just a log is that what it is an audio log that sounds stupid audio diary audio diary that's better actually every week where I'll go through some of the stuff that's happened over the last week in the news in general we got a lot of random shit to talk about this week and also some little updates from KD comedy and everything that's going on online and in the real world now of live comedy because it's back people we no longer just have to do comedy over the screens or in your ears so god knows why i'm doing this now but i enjoy it this is honest honest to a fault uh roll the titles if we have any i have to be honest semen is is another kind of milk thank you for your honesty the KD Comedy and Gabby of a Tuesday, we have a comedy clubhouse at the Old Bill and Ball in Yardley, Birmingham. 25th of May, we have a comedy night at the King Sanding Inn, run by KD Comedy Inc. and we run productions in conjunction with a lot of top acts on. We've got an opener is Nathan Parrish. We've got a headliner of Luhan. So that's a great night. And then the day after that, on the 26th of uh, May, we've got a comedy night at the Saltley Inn, which will be the same again, but this time we've got an opener of Luke McDonald, Luke Man. We've got a middle of Nathan Parrish. We've got a headliner of Dan Barnes. And for both gigs, we've got a multitude of different acts doing 10 minutes in between them all. So there's a lot of fun stuff. It'll be hosted by me and my matey, the runner of Rerun Productions Rio. We'll be hosting it together. It's always fun. Do a bit of a raffle too. Last time we had a load of gypsies come in. That was fun. But uh, is gypsies okay to say now? I'm not sure. Are we allowed to say gypsies? God knows. All right. Two minutes. I'm not. I'm surprised it took that long for me to say something that I'm already questioning whether it's okay to say right now. Because that's, in all honesty, one of the things I love most about the world and current events as they stand in general. It's fun to look at the world and just see how ridiculous some of the stuff, not just the stuff that we do, to get on the news, for example, some of the news stories. I mean, that most of the time that's ridiculous too. Once again, we will get to that. But also, some of the things we do with reaction, the way we react, the things that we will pay more attention to than not, the things that we won't pay attention to. There's so many crazy things like, off the top of my head. During the pandemic, we suddenly learned that aliens are real. Well, UFOs at the very least, so UFOs are real. In regards to things that look like crafts, look like the generic idea of UFOs, flying saucers, nobody gave a shit. Nobody cared whatsoever. I saw it and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Talking about it on podcasts and that, and then talk to other people. And I'm like, what are you on about? Show him. Oh, could be anything, could be a bird. A bird that travels that far. A bird that's ice cold. What are you talking about? But they, they don't care. They don't care. All they hear is aliens. They're like, no. It's not real, is it? If there was aliens, then how come we haven't got a photo of them? How come there's not a video of one right in front of us? All these people see him, but there's no video. Problem is, there's plenty of video. Loads of it, but bias confirmation. People see it, and it doesn't matter. If they don't want to be persuaded, if they don't want to have their mind changed, then they won't. Perfect example of this for anyone who doesn't quite understand what I mean there because I don't talk great and I don't explain things very well, which is exactly what you want from a comedian hosting a podcast. That's exactly what you want. But for anyone who doesn't quite know what I mean by um, by confirmation bias, then it's, at, it's like uh, flat earthers. 
for example, you can see a load of flat earthers, hear what they're saying, and then be like, oh, okay, give them a load of evidence. So fully disproves what they're saying. Like, just imagine, I don't even know what form it would be, but imagine the perfect evidence that irrefutably, when you put it in front of them, says to them, no, the earth is a globe. Irrefutable evidence in front of them. Confirmation bias is when you look at that and be like, okay, well, it doesn't matter, I'm still, the earth is still flat, so I don't care. Basically means no matter what evidence you put in front of someone, they're going to just stick with what they know. That's how I see confirmation bias anyway. It probably isn't the exact explanation for it, but that's pretty much what it means to me. That's prevalent in most things nowadays. UFOs, confirmation bias, and just the lack of caring. Confirmation bias is everywhere though. Let me take a swig for a second. Hold on. So as I said, this is like my first time doing a solo podcast. So when it comes back to the edit, you know, because I edit this too, I'll look back at that gap when I'm having a drink. And it may not have seemed like a gap to people listening, but to uh, someone editing <clears throat> or a, a podcaster in general or comedian, to be fair, for that, ma- for that fact, uh, silence is horrible. Just then, just saw the line going across. Fucking horrible. Just reminded me of a heart, uh, heart monitor thing, just flatlining straight away. Basically, my, my uh, blah, 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 blah. I picked the wrong day to do this. I picked a day when I've had a full day of doing stuff. Just had people down to help sort out my mum. Still ready late enough. I wanted to do this probably about four or five o'clock. It's now nine o'clock in the evening. So that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty good for me, actually, punctual-wise. Punctuality-wise. Normally would take a lot longer. I'm not very good with organisation. It's not very natural to me. So you can imagine me right now. Three three live comedy gigs on the go. Technically, with this one, it'd be three podcasts now. Regular weekly ones. Well, regular ones anyway. Semi-regular. This will be a regular one coming out each month. But then, of course, Killed Me Comedy and In Your House. uh, In Your House is more sporadic. Then the Kilderman Comedy, me and Nathan Parrish try to keep the Kilderman Comedy as near to weekly or every other week as we can. But one thing I will guarantee you, there is always something coming out on KD Comedy Inc. At the very least, once a week, normally more. Like, for example, a couple of days ago, you will have seen the new episode of the In Your House podcast that has dropped, um, that I did with Just P. We recorded that, um... Just before, what gig was that? I think it was the uh, May 10th or something like that of um, the KD Comedy Clubhouse, the new material night. He came down and did some stuff, but uh, we also decided to do a podcast beforehand because it's a bit of a travel for him, so it was easier. And he's being followed around by some documentary crew at the moment, so it just made sense to throw in a podcast, you know, new up and coming comic. Really like him. It fucking bang on it with the um, marketing stuff. First time I ever saw him. And I know he hadn't been doing it for ages. First time I ever saw him, though, he just got, like, just pee all over his shirt. Got a hat. Oh, just while he was there the, uh, the other day when he was doing this, he had a different hat for the podcast and for the gig on the night. Different top two with just pee on it. Either he's been collecting these and making these, well, making these for a while, or he's just been collecting things with pee on it for a while. And if so, if you've just been collecting things with Peony for a while, then good shout. It's a good idea, really. Fucking coming back to help him now, isn't it? 
I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to write some notes. Cause see, this is the thing, guys. You're going to be going behind the curtain a little bit today because I'm figuring this out as we go. Like, for example, now I'm going to note down Lorraine. Six minutes, I was talking about just P. Right now, I'm talking about editing, which is exactly the kind of thing you want to be hearing about. But let's move on to an actual topic now. Uh, talking about actual topic. Okay, actual topic. So, I don't know if anyone saw this deal. Uh, deal with that. It's been around for like, I don't know, probably like a few, it's at least a few weeks now because I know I commented on it about a week ago and got a bit moaned at. So, many of you will have seen the new advert that's been going around the Samsung advert. I believe it's advertising light my split first new advert has been going around it's advertising the um, earbuds I believe it is and basically the advert is just I, I'm not sure if there's some people but the main part is one person uh, a woman jogging around it's 2am in the morning which looks at the clock or something and she's got headphones in she's jogging about the end Samsung got a lot of complaints with this from Ofcom, and I, me I remember like even when I was younger, the idea of Ofcom complaints you'd get getting a couple was crazy. Now, like this had like hundreds, for example, or in the tens, you know, like 30 or something like that. I'm not quite sure how many you got, but people moaned about it, people were online moaning about it, and the reason was is because it's well, let me make sure I get this right actually, it's unrealistic to show a woman out jogging at 2am with her headphones in because they said what woman would do that because they wouldn't feel safe. Um, I mean, there's a whole few different points to get into there. There's a whole variety of points to get into. But first of all, how do they know this woman in particular is on a black belt? How do they know she hasn't got a machete or a Glock tucked up tight in those yoga pants? They don't know. They have no idea. They're just assuming. That's the first mistake. Secondly, is the fact that they feel like they need to go to Ofcom and complain about it at all. I mean, even if you think that's craziness and women might copy that and end up getting attacked because of it, I just think it's a lot to put on Samsung. I mean, they're just doing an advert for, any, for a headphone. Chill. I know they're a rich company. Yeah, I get that. We don't need to care about them. But calm down. Just a little bit. It's a fucking advert of someone running with headphones in. And why? Why is it this thing nowadays that if you're a guy, you're invulnerable. If you have a penis, you cannot be attacked. I know many of people, many of dudes, probably a good 70, probably 80%, maybe more. 70, 80% of the, pe the dudes that I know probably wouldn't feel safe running with two headphones in around the same kind of time either. Yeah, probably a good 80% of them. And to be fair, the other 20% are probably the people you don't want to, that you need to worry about during that time. Yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah. Sorry, I had to practice to you. Guys get attacked too. Yeah, we don't always feel safe. I mean, I do because I'm a badass. I can't help it. But those motherfuckers away, you know. I grew up in Birmingham, yo. That's the worst part. I grew up in a lot of chubby areas. So I've had to deal with that kind of stuff a lot. Anyone 
just from my areas have had to deal with that. So it's not as much of an issue to me, but there's plenty of people out there that just, you know, are not confident walking around the streets too. And that's guys and girls. So it shouldn't just be... I don't mind too much about, you know, complaining about them doing an unrealistic situation because it's just girls. I wouldn't... I think I missaid that then. Basically, my issue is not that it's just girls that are on about because, like I said, men, yes, also have to deal with that. They can't just... Because it's clearly a penis, doesn't mean we can go out and not have to worry about getting attacked. If anything, normally it's more. If you go out to a pub with like your girlfriend or something and they get all drunk and rowdy and start shouting at people, you're the one that's going to get beaten up, not them. That's the thing. Well, most of the time, anyway. But, yeah, lost my train of thought. But, um, yeah, I think the main issue is that maybe there's more important things going on in the world right now to get angry about than... Samsung put an advert of a woman running through the streets. I mean, don't get... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is not more important stuff going on right now. I mean, let's look at the most important conflict going on right now. Just just the most important conflict. Just that alone will make the point. They should probably get a speed on stage. Most important... I can't think of a more important conflict that's happened when we say that... That is a motherfucker. That this is one of those things that um, in the comedy world, in that uh, when the Will Smith and Dave Chappelle thing happened, we was like, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, that's the whole thing, obviously. But out of the different things that we was talking about, one thing that we all agreed on was, oh, I hope you know this doesn't have a roll-on effect that people will see Will Smith doing it out of everyone and think, oh, yeah, you know, next time I see a comedian I don't like or maybe I'm just a bit drunk and get carried away, I'm going to attack that motherfucker too. Or attack a motherfucker. Doesn't matter which one, any. From all levels as well, because Dave Chappelle, if he's getting this now, the highest level of comedian, really. Not the best. Not in my opinion. I really enjoy his storytelling. I enjoy listening to him. I can listen to him for a while. But I don't laugh. That much. Well, no, I do when he gets, you know, like into the stuff that he shouldn't talk about because that's what comedy is to me. But, or it can be anyway. But, yeah, I enjoy him. But he's one of the biggest comics and even he had to deal with someone jumping on stage and spearing him. So imagine what it's going to be like for people on my level. Like, I've only just started getting paid gigs, for example. I've only just got to the point where some people are paying me to go and chat poop on stage. And that's crazy to me as, as it stands anyway. But, you know, we're going to need danger pay now if we're going to have people jumping on the stage all the time and stuff when we're trying to talk. I'm not cool with that. No, but I mean, that's the thing, though. I didn't expect there to be much of a knock-on effect. I thought, yeah, the one, it's Will Smith. Most people don't consider themselves, I was about to say don't consider themselves to be Will Smith, but like as if he should be held on a pedestal. And I used to be a fan of him. I used to be a big fan of Will Smith. This, I wouldn't say that I'm not a fan of him because of what he did. At first, when I first saw it happen, and I'll get back to the Dave Chappelle thing in a minute. When I first saw that happen with Will Smith and Chris Rock, I was like, yeah, obviously I was just annoyed at Will Smith. They, um, Chris, Chris Rock, well, it's not even, it's, I was about to say, you know, the fact it's a little comic, none of that matters. It's the fact that he, Will Smith just got up, got annoyed about something and hit him. He shouldn't do that as a comic. It's going to annoy and bother any of us. But the fact as well that then, you know, the Oscars, 
let him stay there and stuff and gave him the award, let him make his speech. It's just setting a very bad precedent, go, precedent going forward. But, you know, that was a one, hopefully a one-time thing. But then now with this, with um, Dave Chappelle, it's like, uh, maybe not so much then. And for anyone that didn't see it, uh, the Dave Chappelle, I'm not going to talk about the Oscars, because everyone's seen that. But the Dave Chappelle thing, I mean, he was just walking across the stage and some dude came up and speared him. It's a good spear. To a wrestling fan, I will say, good spear. Wasn't Goldberg level. Good though. He got done for, uh, what was it, assault with a deadly weapon because he may have speared him, but on him, he had a gun, apparently a gun that shot blades. He, A gun that shoots knives. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a sec to process that. Because the fuck is that? I've never seen that. Literally kills off the whole point about bringing a gun to a knife fight. Wow, what the fuck? That would be paradoxical. Dirty Harry wouldn't know what to do himself. That Dirty Harry that did that? Who knows that? I don't, I don't know. I think I do. I have no idea. Could have been Dirty Harry. May not have been. Yeah, he got done for that, even though he wasn't trying to use it. Or we don't know. And when he got carried off, I mean, that arm all curled up and stuff. That was nasty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the interesting thing though is like, is that wrong that they? Because I assume they beat him up. I don't think that was just from get pulling him off him. But anyway, you know, I'm not going to get into that. I mean, I'm a wrestling fan, as I said, but I've been all my life, and there it's a case of if you hop that ring and start trying to get actually near to the wrestlers, then they're going to do what they need to do to put you down completely. Like a bit of it. I mean, not murder. There's only a couple of wrestlers that have murdered. Quite a few of you. More than you think. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Benoit. Jimmy Snooker. Uh, one guy got killed by another wrestler in the shower. That's a, that's a bad way to go. I like a shower, actually. Could be think of worse ways to go, actually, in there. But, yeah, the Dave Chappelle thing, I mean... Hopefully it won't go any further now, but it's hard to really know. Like, I mean, I know I I just know a lot of comics are you know like aware of that now more than they would have been before about the concept of people jumping on stage just in case they get carried away because that's what heckling most of the time. It's not so much what you think it would be uh, when you start getting into comedy or what people out of the comedy world think. When you figure heckling, you think people trying to, you know, be a dick. A lot of the time, actual heckles, the more frequent heckles you get, are people just getting carried away, you know, just having too much fun, forgetting there's not a TV or we can't hear you or, you know, you shouldn't be talking. They just forget, they get carried away, and I'm okay with that. I welcome that. That makes the life fun. That's one thing that the pandemic, uh, for me personally anyway, I missed about comedy Whereas you didn't have that interaction. There was no like, oh, what's going to happen tonight? There was none of that. It was all, well, it was, but only through the comics and what's someone going to say tonight. But sometimes when you're doing live comedy, man, you get some crazy stuff that happens out of nowhere. Like just purely random stuff. I won't go into some of the stories now. I've probably talked about them on podcasts quite a few times already with other comics. I might have talked to Just P about that on the In Your House podcast that we did the other day. This should be available right now, wherever you get your podcast from, on KD Comedy Inc. podcasts. Alongside a new Kill Me Comedy, this should be coming out just after this one, maybe. 
I don't know. I haven't decided what order to bring them out in yet. Because I do too much. I'm a busy bee. But I'm a damn attractive busy bee. I'm going to fucking buzz, buzz. Yeah. Alright, what are we saying now? So, yeah. People, in in conclusion, don't rush on stage with me. Because a motherfucker will get kicked in the shin. Not a friend to kick a motherfucker in the shin. But obviously, the actual conflict I should be talking about. The actual conflict that's in the news that has been for a few weeks now. Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. The real conflict, you know, that's going on right now. This, I, I'm not going to lie, I didn't know anything about this until... I, I mean, I don't have any idea how long the trial's been going on for. I think about six weeks or five weeks, something like that, I'll have heard. Um, I, I ignored it for a long while. I just I didn't care. I mean, I still don't care now. You know what I'm saying? Don't give a crap. That is one thing I will not understand about this. Why do people care so much? What I mean, not even that it's a court case about celebrities or that it's about celebrities. I I like reading up on some of the celebrities I like, people I like. You know, I get that. I get. The court case thing, if it was a criminal case, for example, yeah, I'd be all over it. I mean, I'd watch the highlights because that shit's long. And I know nobody wants, like, four or five days of Amber Heard on the, st- on the fucking witness stand. But, yeah, I'll watch the highlights. That's the thing, I didn't know who Amber Heard was. I had no idea. I had no idea who this lady was. And then I watched um, a few of those highlight things and I... Took notice of it. I thought, it's been going on for a while. Let's have a look what this is then. Realised she's the aqua lady. Didn't know that. Also, also, still don't care. She wasn't a actress that I cared about at the time. There was nothing in that film, Aquaman, that would make me care about anyone in that film, to be honest. Jason Momoa was alright. Jason Momoa, eh. Better in... um. In Game of Thrones, Carl Drago, much better. But, well, actually, to be fair, he was probably better in Aquaman because he had more space and more stuff to do. Carl Drago wasn't really too much for him to do in that one. It was just more the look and the grunts, and that was it. Motherfucker got to bang um, Daenerys, though. Yeah, can't murder that. Even if you do die in the end. Motherfucker got to bang Daenerys first. Even a brother wanted to do that. But it's just game of phone, so everyone's brother wants to fuck everyone's sister. But, um... Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to remember... I think some of the stuff I heard about the case before I actually started watching it was, um... The uh, pooping in the bed. That was the one that I think I first... My attention went to it. I was like, well, what? What? Don't know where that came from. Who told me or where I saw it? But that was one of the first things I was like, okay. That, I'm, I'm interested. In the sense of, the fuck is this about? Did she actually, quote-unquote, do a grumpy in his bed? Turns out, yes, she did. She did indeed do a, do a grumpy on the bed. To quote the meme going around at the moment, Amber Heard on a turd. Or, my version, uh, Lady Frumpy on a grumpy. Yeah. Wait, is frumpy also a bad thing to say about a woman? 
Oh, you can't you can't say bad things against women in general most of the time now. This is the, this is the one good thing about this court case though. It will remind people everywhere that sometimes, sometimes, women do lie. Most people will not disagree with that. Women especially. <laughs> but as with every, anything, there are a portion of people online. Call them white knights if you like. That's not a racial thing, I just it's the what it's a classic saying, isn't it? I think. Dunno. Maybe I'm being racial with that meaning too. I mean, you can't see me right now, but I'm white anyway, so fuck those whites, first of all. Yeah. Motherfuckers, who do you think you are? Some kind of Casper? You think you're white chocolate caramel bar? They don't make them? Then you're white. Yeah. Whitey. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what to say about this court case. I just, I, I, don't, I don't care. Most of the stuff I just don't care about. It's a bit entertaining, sure. It's a bit funny. More entertaining than football. I'm more likely to watch the trial highlights than the football highlights, I guess. But I wouldn't overly choose to watch either. For long, anyway. Just give it another, like, couple of days and I'll probably be done watching this anyway. Just have a look what happens at the end. For the other bit I did see, though, when I first started. And definitely my first post about the uh, trial. Might have been my only post, actually. I don't post a lot. Um, I'm trying to at the moment more, trying to post on Facebook and a bit more, be a bit more, you know, interactive with the crowd. Um, definitely not just solely because Facebook throws your stuff around more if you're actively, you know, posting in that. And sadly, nowadays, social media matters for this kind of stuff. Wish it didn't. Hey, social media. I grew up just before social media was a thing. And then as I was a teenager, end of school, early college it was all popping off remember i got my facebook at the end of college i think because my first picture was me climbing a tree at my end of year show you know i went to many colleges in the end though i passed that one all the colleges i went to after i didn't pass any of them because i'm music college and shockingly i didn't care very much about getting a actual music degree yeah, it means nothing even my actual degree in media means nothing but you know, jokes on them. I was one of the ones that didn't carry it on to university, but the only one who's using it now. Still doesn't mean anything, though. I could have done all this without the actual degree. The degree hasn't come in handy once. Don't even officially even have the degree anymore. They lost all my work. They probably lost that too. So, yeah. Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. Much like Bigfoot. Why the fuck do y'all care? If you haven't watched the episode of Bigfoot, I'm Killed in Me Comedy. It's a few episodes ago on this same channel wherever you're listening to this. So just go back a few. It'll be on there. Me and they break down the whole Bigfoot thing and try and figure out why, indeed, people give a shit. Or me figuring that out more. Nathan, neither of us are believers. Well, to, to be fair, I say that when it comes to Bigfoot. I'm, I'm not, not a believer. I'm completely open to it. It's just a monkey. Just another monkey. We found quite a few monkeys we didn't realise were there. This could just be another one. Just a lanky monkey. Big whoop. I know lanky people. Nothing special about them. Except they're tall. They know when it's going to rain first. They have further to fall when you knock them down. They, I don't know, more likely to get shit on by a bird. Or electrocuted by a lightning bolt. So there's, I guess, probably a good thing actually to chill with a tall person. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to have to stop being so heightiest. Yeah, moving on then. Uh, the actual 
conflict, Ukraine and Russia, of course. Not going to mention very much about this, because shit is going on for a while now, isn't it? This is a weird thing, when that, when all this started. Like, I... I thought I because I talk about this with um, a mate of mine before any of this started anyway, because he was always saying, um, you know, China and Russia are the ones who are about going forward to have another war with them, and that's possibly true. But I would just say at the time, but Russia, I don't think they're that powerful now. They haven't got that much stuff like they used to back in the day. And he always thought they did. A lot of people apparently do. Um, but now, I mean, when they first started this Ukraine thing, people were like, "Well, it's not going to take them long," you know. Um, and apparently, you know, there's only a small portion of their army that are over there. But it's been going on so long now, I don't know if that's... I don't know if I completely believe that, that there's only a small portion of the army there, because if it's been going on for this long, why wouldn't they just be like, you know what, let's speed it up a little bit, send some more army down there, just get it done quickly. I don't know why they wouldn't do that, rather than apparently now they've lost a third of um, their ground troops. That's all he said. It didn't really point out what he meant in the article. He just said a, ground, a third of its Russian army in the Ukrainian fight. Now, does that really mean a third of the whole army that they've got, or does a third of the army that they've sent in, um, you know, to Ukraine and stuff? I don't know. We can't know, but... I don't know, it's just, if they had such a big army and all this power and money to do all this crap and that, I just don't see why it would be taking so long for this to keep going and why, you know, Ukraine are doing better, because they can have all the money they want, but if they just haven't got the people and the training and all that, then it shouldn't make a difference if Russia got all the money and all the weapons and all that crap, you know. And, yeah, I mean, like, I reckon it's just probably Russia are not as strong as they make out and they can't do that much now and they are starting to lose and they're trying to save face. Um, I was, for a good while, for like a good week, I was like, oh, I don't see this going well. I don't see this whole Russia-Ukraine thing going well, you know, turning into another war and stuff. But as it's carried on, uh, maybe not so much because... It would have happened at the time I was saying, you know, it's going to happen soon if anything does happen. Big wise, you know, to do with more of the world. Uh, like a World War Three thing, obviously, I'm talking about. But all that's happened since then is Russia have started to pull themselves back a bit with, rather than going for one of the uh, Mar- Mariupol. They're going for one of the other places, for another place, a much smaller um, war plan of war, whatever you want to call it, than expected. Um, I don't know, my finger's telling me I need to free up space. Hold on a second, you. Calm yourself down. Tell me I need to free up space and whatnot. I free it up when I want to free up space, thank you, Mr. Computer. And when I want to, apparently, is right now, because, I mean, you're in charge, so I can't really say anything, but here we are. So, I don't want to say that, to me, it seems as though the war stuff is kind of it's not it's not dying out I, I don't want to say that it seems like it's coming to an end now but it just if if the way it's going is the actual you know like the mass of their army if what they've got over there is actually like the full brunt of the army now or the majority of it probably wouldn't be the full either way but if it's a 
good chunk of their army is over there now and they've whooped a third of them and they're already being pushed back dead. I mean, brush you are. That's weak as I always thought. I, it would, yeah. I'm not used to being right so much, but I think this might be the case now. I think they were just hoping to have it done quicker, you know, and look hard in front of everyone and the rest of the world, but didn't really go that way at all. Ukraine now look like that hard person, you know, like when you're in school, you'd have um, the couple of people that, yeah, wouldn't really make a big show of themselves, but then you'd go and talk to them, you'd try and be a dick to them, you know, someone goes over as a bad man in the area or in the school and goes up, tries to pick on them, and all of a sudden, they get beat the fuck up, they get knocked the fuck down, or have a good talking to. Sometimes you can do a lot more damage by loudly insulting someone. Yeah, that's what Ukraine is now. They're the guy that you go and pick on, Russia, being the school bully, and Ukraine, that tough kid that doesn't say anything, just beats the crap out of them. And no one, everyone knows not to do that again. That is what Ukraine is now. Ukraine is the badass that sits at the back of the class, doesn't need to talk much, doesn't say anything. Maybe he's a bit slow. Whoops, everyone, though. There you go. That's what Ukraine is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to really talk about it, especially keep it light as well. There's not really much you can say about that without it going too down in tone. But it doesn't seem bad right now, is what I'll say. The hope of it not going to war, it's more hopeful that it won't go to a World War Three in my eyes now than it will. That's how I'm kind of just settling on it. Which is nice, because that wasn't my opinion like a week ago. That could all change, so who knows? Maybe China will join in. Maybe, um, I don't know, it would be a random, random lot to join the fray. Uh, New Zealand, there you go. New Zealand like, fuck it, we're going to come down and batter them. <laughs> it wasn't a New Zealand accent, was it? I was going for Australian, but, good aim it! No, that's not it either. Hold on, what's Australian? Oh, good aim it. No, that's not... What is it? Oh, crikey, mate. Now what we're going to do is I'm going to shove my thumb up his bottle. That should really piss him off. Alright, let's go for it. Oh, right, it's really... Oh, it's up there now. He's really pissed off. Oh, crikey. Oh, he's, he's starting to like it now. That's all I can do for Australian. That's my base. My base is the crocodile hunter putting his thumb up, up animals' buttholes. It's the only way I can do Australian. And I say do very sparingly. I can't do accents in the slightest. And what I mean by the fact I can't do accents in the slightest is I'm amazing at accents. So I will regularly do them on stage because I just want to share my gift with the world. That's all I want to do. The world deserves to have the gift of KD. It just, it, it's not even that it deserves it, it needs it. I'm not the person they need. Wait, no, I fucked that up. I'm not the person they want. Wait, no, it doesn't sound good either. Uh, I'm not the person they asked for. But I'm the person they need and will eventually want. Uh, yeah. That's the description of me. My spliff is dying. The roach is like going everywhere. I don't know what's going on with this. Thank God I'm not rec video recording this one. The penmanship. The structural integrity of this spliff. It's atrocious. I don't know what I was doing. Oh, actually, I know exactly what it is. I had to make a tiny little roach. That's why. 
that's another thing, man. One day when uh, Bud is legalised in the UK, that'll be a very happy day for me. Very happy day for a lot of people, I imagine. But I mean, even even WWE wrestling company, you know, very stringent on their rules. Even they've calmed it down now. They've got people getting high backstage and that. But shockingly, this for anyone who's a wrestling fan, you, this is a crazy um, statement. But you know, it's true. Vince McMahon probably more reasonable than the British government. Probably true. And by reasonable, I mean they'll actually think about things other. Than, but then again, Vince, I was about to say they'll think about things other than. How much money do I get from that? But that's not true, actually, because Vince McMahon loves the money. This is just part of the money. Makes his image look better for his company. So, ah, okay. Take that back, actually. They probably both care just as much about the money and only the money. Nothing else. Both in charge of people. But what they really care about is the money. Except Boris Johnson can't fire people. Well, he can. He can. Uh, He can. Secret bomb or secret agent man. About the news you can get the fire in them, but I wouldn't advise it. But you know that's you know because naturally the prime minister always comes to me asking for advice on what he should do with the country. It always happens, and my advice to him is whatever you do, whatever you do, just you know, don't kill motherfuckers. Don't be Saudi Arabia. There you go. Don't be them. I keep pointing like you see. Just don't be a San- Sandy Arabia, Saudi Arabia. Right, so what I'm going to do in a moment is quickly just give you my opinion, because I thought a good way to end this each time will be to uh, give you a little spoiler-filled movie review, because I love films. I'm a big film fan. Cinephile, for anyone that doesn't know that word, and I understand if you don't want to use it, because you have to be, you have to say it perfectly every time you're going to say it saying I am a cinephile if you don't say that right it can sound like you're saying something else and for someone with a lisp I a lot of the time have to really think about how I'm saying something because it just might sound like jumbled shit sometimes I am a cinephile there we go say it at your own risk people but cinephile as I'm sure everyone can guess what that means it's just love I love films um, don't get to watch them as much as I did, especially over the last, uh, I don't know, like half a year or so, because I've been building up the KD Comedy Inc. stuff quite a lot, and it's gone quite well, strangely. But I get to go to the cinema a lot less than I would like to nowadays, though, just for everything. Um, but I am someone that will happily go to the cinema on their own. I'm a master data, also. I will go to the cinema, watch a film, all on my lonesome. In fact, in all honesty, I kind of prefer it. I like people, love people, don't want them talking to me while I'm watching a film. Nope. Never understood people that go to a, on a date to the cinema either. Never understood that. Why would you go on a date? Why would you go to the cinema? Especially like a first date, when a lot of times I'll go watch a film and then go for a meal after. Why would you meet someone that you don't know? Have a couple of five minutes or whatever of awkward conversation while you get in there and then sit next to each other for hour, say hour and a half, probably more likely two and a half hours nowadays. I miss 90 minute films. Two and a half hours though, you know, awkwardly, sat next to each other and then you got something to talk about after, sure, yeah, that's great, you got something to talk about after, 
but that's after two and a half hours of sitting next to each other and not talking. Uh, I don't get it myself. Best first date in my opinion, bowling. Bowling is a great first date. Because you can go there, you've got something to do, so you're not just staring at each other over a table at, at dinner. Because that's not great either. First date, you need something to break the ice a bit, take the attention away, I think. You don't want to be staring at each other the whole time. Go bowling, you've got something to do, you got a bit of built-in fun to have right there. You know, you can let the girl win if you're nice, or you can not if you're me. You can have a drink. If you want to have a drink, you can get some food, but it's not going to cost you loads, and it's kind of shitty food, of course, too. Depending on where you go, some some um, bowling places have really good stuff. Or uh, golf, even, you know, like crazy golf places, like there's Ghetto Golf in Birmingham, uh, in England, if I don't know where people listen to this are from, but if you're in England, then Ghetto Golf, that's another great place to go to. It's a bit more hip, a bit more hip than most of the bowling places around. Expensive, but if you got the money, well worth it. You'll look cool. I will say that. It is kind of cool. It's all the alternative looking things, all the shit I like. So, that that's a great first day, but don't go to the cinema and just sit next to each other. Go on your own and watch the film, enjoy the film, because that's what it's there for. Enjoy the actual film. Don't get there until about 20 minutes after your film starts, because what's the point? Use that 20 minutes to go outside, get really, really high, and then go and watch your film. Did that for Batman, for example, the Batman. I really enjoyed it. I didn't notice it was three hours at all. Probably also because I was, as I said a second ago, very, very high. Batman was good though, but what I'm going to talk to you about today, more importantly than that, is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So I guess anyone that doesn't want this film spoiled for them, you might as well sign off now. Thank you very much for listening. This will be each week. Please, please, please like and follow KD Comedy Inc. on Facebook. Subscribe to KD Comedy Inc. on YouTube to help me build the YouTube side of things up a bit more because that's always harder to do. But in general, thank you very much. But now let's move on to the Doctor Strange film review with full spoilers. Basically, I watched this film like, you know, like a week ago. Uh, watched Bits and Bobs since as well. Love my Marvel films. If the camera was on, you'd be able to see the mass amount of Marvel canvases I have. Just because I think they're cool more than anything. That's not because of the films, really. I just think they look cool. Uh, films in general, though, I'm of that perfect age where I've grown up the whole time with them. From when they started, well, like... Uh, Avengers 2012, weren't it, or something like that? So, let's say 2010, I don't know, 20, 2009. Uh, it's probably got to be something around 2010. Because it's gone over a decade now. So, I've been alive for all of them. Uh, so, I've, I've obviously been alive. But I've been enjoying films avidly and putting effort into my enjoying films. You know, I was of that age where I was going to the cinema on my own basically the whole time. So, I've really got into the whole Marvel thing. I've seen every single one. Other than uh, the Eternals and uh, Shang-Chi. Because I'm not going to lie, but a lot of the new ones look shit. Uh, Shang-Chi. I uh, don't really have anything against that one. I thought it was a bit weird bringing that out. Such a, you know, like street level type 
movie after there's all this crazy stuff going on in Marvel, it seems very like, oh, crazy shit space, oh, crazy shit universes, oh, what's going on? Oh, dude fighting on a bus, okay. Ah, oh, back to universe crazy shit, ah, oh, we can't remember who Peter Parker is. It's very, you know, dippy down. I think, I feel like Eternals probably would have worked better as a Disney Plus type thing, personally. Uh, Eternals and Chang-Chi, sorry. But, you know, here we are. Um, like I said, series, I mean. But, Eternals, um, that was more of a disappointment out of them all because I was looking forward to it and then when I actually when I came to watch it, it just really bored me. I turned it off, done that a few times. We got like about 10 minutes in, got really bored every time, turned it off. And normally, I give myself 10 minutes, you know, like, yeah, it's that when you read a book, you have to read the first couple of chapters before you really know if you're into it or not. Probably need longer than 10 minutes for a film. Of, but it's Marvel and 10 minutes is the most I will give to a porn that's a lie I'll give it about 2 minutes because 10 minutes is well I'm done by then and shit's over all well and done with but 10 minutes I give to a film no I couldn't get into it either time Shang-Chi just a bit boring uh, I think I've had a sleep uh, watching that a few times I got further into Shang-Chi though I saw a lot more of that So, but Doctor Strange I was looking forward to it I was very much looking forward to it actually um, Doctor Strange, I just really, well, I didn't care about him when I first saw him in the first film, but I've just started to really enjoy that character now. I think it's just the fact that he's a good guy, bit of a dick though. I enjoy that, it makes, like Thanos, well, no, it's not like Thanos at all, sorry, but in the sense that the best bad guys or the best good guys are the ones that, you know, you can see the other side of them as well. They're not just, I'm a good guy, that's it. They're not a John Cena or a... Superman, I think Superman, well, Superman's not always a good guy, is he? But generally, he's thought of the Boy Scout, Mr. America, doesn't do anything wrong. It's what you think of, you know. So I liked it for that. It's interesting. And we just saw him in Spider-Man. That was all very good, too. And the trailers, when we saw the trailer, all the stuff that they spoiled in the trailer, I looked at that and I thought, wow, this is Disney. They never spoil stuff in the trailer unless there's going to be even more crazy, crazy stuff going on in the film. Like a lot of stuff for them to show this much. So into the film, very excited. Quickly learned, no, that's not the case. Everything you saw in the trailer is pretty much everything that's going to happen in the film. Bar a couple of pop-ups from people that didn't matter. Reed Richards, uh, Professor X, didn't matter at all in the sense that they're from another universe so it has no impact to the story. But at the same time, obviously, it just gets me a bit excited because it's like, is Krasinski going to be playing Reed, Rich Reed Richards when they pop up? You could argue that he will be. You could argue that he won't be as well, so it doesn't really mean anything to my point. But it's just cool seeing Krasinski there. And, I mean, from I don't know much of Fantastic Four in general other than the films, but I can't really base him on them. I can't base him on the games. And I always found, especially with Richards, a bit boring back in the day. And I never really read the comics growing up. Because reading was effort. I used to read the Beano. For anyone in Birmingham, uh, Birmingham, in England that knows what the Beano is. I don't know if the Beano's in America too. Might be. Haven't got a clue. Doctor Strange though. Uh, it was, I mean, I enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed the film. It was entertaining. I didn't get bored once. Uh, yeah, it was entertaining as heck. It was entertaining as the multiverse of madness should be. And Sam Raimi, 
uh, yeah, I enjoyed Spider-Man. Don't really know him much. Well, I know that he is a horror director. I know he was famous for that, but I don't know much of those films. I'm not a big fan of the horror side of his stuff. I just don't know it. I like horror, though. Um, I'm a big fan of horror. It's just there's not many good horrors nowadays, and it hasn't been for a while. And this was touted as, what, the first Marvel horror film? It's not, though. It's just not. And that doesn't mean that there's been a horror film before it. It means this is not a horror film. At all. There's aspects of horror films in it, sure. There's gore. There's a lot of gore in it. Probably, that was the one thing that got me about this film. I was like, wow, Marvel just do not care about their 12A rating anymore, do they? 12A rating means, or 12, whatever it is, rating means nothing. I don't mind. I don't mind at all. I've watched Walking Dead with my children, so I can't say shit. But, yeah, they don't care. Many murders in this film. Many murders. To many people. Reed Richards and Persex, I'm sure you know, involved in those murders, were murdered gruesomely. Well, no, to be fair, they were Black, Black Bowl is definitely the best death of them all. That was great. I mean, I assume people have seen it before you listen to this, but for anyone who hasn't, you know, his mouth soon disappears like Neo in the Matrix style, and it was like, Aah! and then he, you know, he gets a bit, poops himself, like anyone would if your mouth suddenly disappears, but him shouting in his mouth means he has nowhere to go, so his head blows off. But apparently, he has super tough skin though, because his skin didn't go anywhere. I was more expected that it should have popped, but I guess he's just got super strong skin, which makes sense, it's coming out of his skin, I guess. Yeah. Just be a really dumb idea though, what if he ever snored? when he was in bed or coughed or coughed when he was asleep and had his mouth closed that's it he's dead it's a really dumb idea actually now I'm thinking about it for more than a second I don't understand how Black Bolt lived his life in general how did he do many things of sneezes shit <laughs> wipe out a population he's, oh god if he gets a cold imagine what he had to do in lockdown oh my god Black Bolt man he can't risk getting a cold these sneezes this is going to wipe out a civilization. I didn't thought about that. Wow. I could do. A, you know what? I'm going to have to get off that point because I could do a whole podcast about that. I'm going to have to bring that up next time with Nathan. Black Bolt makes no sense when you think about it. Loved the outfit though. Loved and I was. I didn't care about the fact that they used the same actor from the original Inhumans series. I watched most of that series before it was shit like everyone else. Eh. Don't give a crap. I don't see why we need the Inhumans in the MCU either. Um, because, you know, the mutants are now there. But I don't think... I think the Inhumans are ones that are not going to pop back up again. And if not, if so, I mean, it'll be a while uh, where they keep them very dis. But I don't think they'll pop up again at all. Like Captain Carter. Um, I really, I'd love her to pop up. I'm slightly annoyed in her calling her Captain Britain. Like, she obviously... I assume that's Captain Britain. But Captain Carter, whatever. Because America... But, uh, yeah, I don't think that she'll pop up again, uh, sadly. Uh, who was the other one then that were there too? Uh, Mordo, is that his name? He had long hair this time. I can't remember, I can't remember what happened to him. I think he still stuck down that little crevice, weren't he? So one of the old ones will help him. Yeah, ain't coming back. Uh, yeah. In any form, I mean, obviously, Reed Richards, um, well, yeah, obviously, actually, I'll say that, yeah, Mordo might, will probably come back, because he's been around anyway, we don't know what happened to the original one, 
from the original Doctor Strange films, but um, yeah, I don't see Reed Richards coming. Yeah, you know what, actually, yeah. I think it probably will be Krasinski coming back as Reed Richards because I think there's a plan, I'm pretty sure there's a planned film. I don't know when it's coming out. But I know it's supposed to be a Marvel Fantastic Four coming out. I don't believe it's a series. Yeah, cool. I'm okay with that. But once again, this Doctor Strange, not a horror, though. Fun. Fun film, not a horror. I don't know what's supposed to be horror in it either. If it's the jump scares that they would classify as a horror, because there's, yeah, there's a couple of jump scares in the sense that someone just jumps out that you didn't realise was there. Is that a horror? I don't, that alone is not enough to cause something horror to me. Um, horror more, especially in the classic, is like the monsters, you know, like Freddy Krueger, Voorhees, or them. There's not, unless Scarlet Witch is supposed to be the big bad monster, but uh, I don't think she's herself doing enough. I mean, yes. During the Illuminati bit where she uh, dreamwalks as the other version of Wanda um, does all that bit. I guess the horror movie aspect of that whole bit where she's, you know, like, that whole bit she's walking very jauntily. It's like breaking her the more she's going or something. And she's got, like, blood or something all over her. I've heard that that was actually robot juice. I guess it's just a way to get around, you know, the whole PG-ness of it. Don't put actual blood, make it black. But everyone will think it's blood. Which we did. So whatever. But that looked a bit creepy. But that wasn't there enough. That wasn't the main antagonist in the sense of that incarnation of Wanda. So I don't think you can really base it on that either. So I'm left trying to figure out what is the horror aspect of it. Is it the way it's shot? Well that's not very horror. Because there's a lot of different colours and stuff going on. There's a lot of bright visual stuff like there always is in Marvel. The giant... Uh, monster at the beginning oh, I've come in what they what it was called don't care either and there was a lot of hullabaloo about the name anyway that they didn't have the right suit so they called it something else so don't care uh, that wasn't horror uh, that looked great though the effects on that I thought was amazing like as it got nearer and you saw its tentacles nearer to the camera that looked so cool like it didn't look CGI at all it looked real that bit looked like it was you know physical effects or just the point of how much how good CGI is now because that looked really good. Um, way far away, it looked like CGI always does. So, God knows, but I like that. That was one thing I specifically noticed in the cinema. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, anyone wants to comment and let me know where the horror aspects in this were supposed to be, then I can we could talk about them. But I don't, I couldn't figure out where they were even supposed to be, let alone talk about then you know whether they are or not other than a few things i've mentioned i couldn't really see no horror in it other than the high levels of gore you know the deaths which i mean that's just that's just marvel in general let's not forget endgame started with um very near the beginning someone getting decapitated and that was at the same rating that was the same rating there was a lot of people killed in that i mean half the world was killed half the world was murdered in um the film before that actually infinity war Yes, not as gory. Half the world was still murdered. You can't take that away from him. You cannot take that away from Thanos. He is one of the feed up one. He he beat them. He beat the super people. He just came back and murdered him in cold blood. <laughs> because superheroes. That's what they do. Even Batman kills sometimes, guys. It's just, you know, Marvel people 
kill a lot all the time more than the villains and that's one thing I'll mention as well though bad point of Doctor Strange the third eye looked terrible you got all this time all this money to put the third eye in and I kind of say it was just for the um, you know a little extra reshoot I did at the end and then for the uh, post credits with the lady person Charlize Theron uh, you can't say it was just for that because they had an eye on the evil strange so you had plenty of time to make that extra eye look good but it still looked like crap it looked like something that someone had made for a B level horror film and they were like we need to make a cyclops so let's just cut out all their eyes and stick a eye in the middle and give it that weird shape the cyclops eyes always seem to have where it's like both sides are corners of the eye but at the same time neither side is but it doesn't have an eyebrow but it should have an eyebrow it should have a bit of a frow as well is that the thing the things that Neanderthals had really giant ones of the things that I have a giant one of because I'm a Neanderthal brethren pop up yeah didn't like the eye thought it looked crap not opposed to the idea of having your third eye I seem to remember that from all Doctor Strange stuff anyway and it makes sense get evil Dark old takes over you, you get an evil eye. And I'm okay with going forward him having that. But I do want to see a bit more of a heel strange in the future. I do want to see him turn bad. I look for him like... Everyone's talking about who is going to be the proper big bad of this um, phase. Is it going to be Kang? Which, I mean, I haven't seen anything yet in the MCU. It really tells me he's any anything powerful apart from that little bit at the end of Loki, but that didn't, you know, he's just teleporting around. That doesn't show big bad to me. But to be fair, Thanos wouldn't in a straight-off fight without the Gauntlet, so who knows going forward. Apparently he was something to do with future tech. He loves that future stuff, so God knows. But uh, could it be Loki coming back? Probably not. I, mean, I hope not. But as a bad guy anyway, you know. Um... Could it be? I don't fucking know. Okay. I, I wonder if maybe, maybe, and I kind of hope it's Doctor Strange. Maybe he's going to be the actual big bad in the long run. Doing all this great, like everyone says, the what if thing that didn't happen. The only one that didn't really come true was the Doctor Strange episode when he was eating all the stuff and getting more powerful and more powerful and more powerful. Was it the ultra, that and the Ultron one? Maybe them two will kind of merge in the sense that... Doctor Strange will be the big bad by the end of it. He just won't be able to start getting more powerful. Now after this new inclination of the Avengers, by the time you know, X-Men, Fantastic Four will popped up, we'll have to kill off the old one. Maybe Scarlet Witch will work with him. Because uh, she ain't dead. He ain't dead at all. No, you know, if you don't see the death fully, she ain't dead. I mean, does anybody really think she's dead? I, I doubt it. Let me comment. Comment, let me know. Let me know if you really think she's dead or not be interested to know if there's anyone out there that really thinks she is well, I'd love to know that frame of mind because she she's going back she's going to kick some other truckers it shall happen but I think we've gone about as far as we can go with this now I just realised it's been going 59 minutes that's perfect I wanted to do it around an hour and my notes must be wrong because apparently I've been talking about Doctor Strange for 25 minutes. So I'm pretty sure that's not true. So my notes must definitely be wrong. But 
I'll figure it out when I edit it. I'm not going to do much editing. In all honesty, I never do. But um, next time I see you will be the talk to you will be the lead up to the gigs, which is uh, yes. Yeah, so this week I've got the Hollywood. I'll be going down trying a few things. Might have the Hollywood birthday celebration on the twenty first as well. But then next week will be the lead up to the uh, King Sanding Inn, the Salt Lee Inn, and another um, Katie's Comedy Clubhouse. So I'll get one of these recorded beforehand for you. Maybe get it out on the Monday. Maybe I'll try and bring them out then. Uh, we'll figure it out going forward. But other than that, you know, do the usual like, follow KD Comedy Inc. Subscribe on YouTube as well if you can, because we need to boost them up a little bit too. Get that money going, you know. But more importantly, probably to be fair, go on Facebook or um, follow on Spotify. I don't know what you do on these. You already listen to it on one of these audio ones, most likely. So just whatever you do, whether it's a like, a subscribe, a follow on the platform, do that thing. Just do the thing. That's all you need to do. Click the click the bottom thing for me. That helps get a hungry comedian money. Because money. Give me all the money. Bye, everybody. Come to the King Standing Inn. Come to the Salt Lee Inn. Come to the Old Bill and Bull. Listen to some podcasts. Listen to some other cool stuff on KD Comedy Inc. But most importantly, give me all the money. Money!